0: Hello everyone and welcome to Nerdy Boys Reviews, we're your hosts, I'm Nerdy Boy Christian and I'm Nerdy Boy Scott And this is Nerdy Boys Reviews, your nerd podcast where we talk about the latest and greatest in nerdy news and trending nerd topics So, explicit content warning material on this podcast may not be suitable for all listeners of all ages And a spoiler warning, we'll be talking about some spoilery shit So go check that stuff out Anyway, how's it going Scott? What's that? How How's it going?
1: Oh, it's going good. It's going swell. Yeah? You know? It's off work myself. we uh, the podcast now. How was <laughs> work? good night. Oh, it was good. You know, pretty standard stuff.
0: Yeah? That's good. Um So... You know, we haven't podcasted for a while, and, you know, there's been a whole bunch of stuff going on with us. You know, you're having a baby and other things, and then, you know, I'm moving soon and stuff. So, you know, why don't you tell people what's been going on with you, Scott? What have you been doing?
1: Um, well, uh, it's been working a lot, really. Um, getting prepared for the baby, you know, trying to save some money and whatnot, uh, I uh, might potentially I went for an interview, like one of three interviews uh, for this new job. You know, hoping that works out. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe about it. That gaming, you know, showing with my girl.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, nothing, good. nothing too too major. What no. about what about you, Christian?
0: Um, well I got a new job at work So I've oh, been, But because it's part of the same company And it's kind of just like More of a promotion I've been doing both jobs at once Until they fill my old position So it's been a lot of work Um, And then um, Our lease is up At the end of this month So we're moving Soon um, So very nice. that'll be Something else, <laughs> another new adventure, um, but yeah. Other than that, you know, been going. Have you
1: have you been have you been looking? You know.
0: Yeah, we already um got approved for a place, so.
1: Oh, very nice. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. in
0: in uh, <laughs> we're moving to West Sacramento, um. Mm-hmm. Yes. So yeah, and I.
1: Is it, uh, if, it, if you don't mind disclosing such things, is it like a house? Is it an apartment?
0: Uh, it's an apartment, um, it's just, it's a two-bedroom apartment instead of a one-bedroom apartment So, you know, I'll have one room where we can put, like, um, like my podcasting stuff and, like, music stuff And, like, my girlfriend can have, like, a workstation for when she works at home And then, you know, we'll have our other regular bedroom <laughs> Where, you know, we sleep and do yeah. other adult activities Like watch Star Wars oh. and other movies Okay but
1: oh you sickos out there clean your minds
0: yeah exactly um but yeah um and they allow animals and my girlfriend wants a dog really bad so we'll get a little dog and it doesn't have a pet deposit so we don't have to pay an absurd amount of money just to have an animal oh my yeah so but yeah it'll be it'll be good um You know, we're still trying to figure out the details, like, when we're allowed to move or, like, how long we have to stay. Because we gave our 30-day notice, but we're trying to see if they'll let us just go when our lease is up. Because it goes automatic month to month anyway, so why can't we just leave? But, you know, we have to figure all that out. Right. But, yeah. um, Yeah. nothing, nothing, Nothing really happening aside from that. I mean, going to some concerts lately, but... That's
1: it. Nice, nice. Yeah. Yeah, man. i just been uh I said, working, ganging, chilling, getting ready for the baby. Only two months out now. Yeah. Fucking hell excited. So that's yeah, gonna no. be uh, for sure life changing experience. I already have been a life changing experience. Yeah,
0: I know. It's it's crazy like how I'm fast just excited like how fast has years gone and everything.
1: Right, dude, it's been, like, fucking moving by, dude. I, I have, like, a lot more time to, like, save up money, dude, and it's, like, the time just keeps slipping by, dude. Right. Yeah, uh, pretty, it's not easy to save money, that's for sure.
0: No, especially, you know, when you have a baby coming and you have expenses yeah. and doctor's appointments and stuff, so.
1: Right. But. Yeah. It's fun and stuff, and. And FYI, <laughs> I now know what they meant by, if you can't afford a baby, don't have one. <laughs> yeah. Because, let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, they exploit the hell out of baby products. I realize to... dude. It's, it's so ridiculous how expensive our baby stuff is. Right. It's like, it's absurd.
0: Yeah, it doesn't you know? make much sense, but, you know, people want to have babies and we'll spend money on them, so.
1: Yeah. Uh, if you guys are hearing a bunch of background noise, apologize about that. I am walking home, so there's, like, cars crashing and whatnot.
0: Mm, so I, I don't hear anything. With us. I think you sound right, good, uh, so, yeah.
1: Okay, yeah. Cool. <laughs>
0: Right then. Yeah, so anyway, today, you know, aside from catching up with us, we have to talk about some news, some of the latest stuff, some drama stuff. And you know, then we have to talk about something important that is that is that has entered our lives. And uh, well, uh yeah, so you know, if you guys don't know, Disney Plus is like a thing now, and if you don't have it, you should have it because it has so much content which is great.
1: Yeah. And it's like, it's so worth dude. It's so worth. And like, let me tell you, they already have content stockpiled to be available as soon as like those titles contracts are up. Yeah. For instance, let, let me give you guys an explanation in case you guys are confused of what I'm talking about. So I searched up Mighty Ducks, you know, like the 90s uh, movie series. There's like three of them. It was great you know, and I searched those up and they showed up on the platform but when you try to go play it it says I'm sorry, this title is currently unavailable until like January of twenty twenty one and it says do the existing contract or something. Right. Of that nature. So basically what that means you have a contract for that title from so another either streaming service or other company that they're currently using, and in 2021, that contract is over and it will revert back to Disney Plus. They have a load of content like that, Black cloud and a load of content already ready for us. Right. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. So, what's oh, probably shortest announcements. nonsense. anybody that cannot afford to have Disney Plus, if you're a Verizon Wireless customer, and, and, and by the way, we're not being paid to advertise any of this shit. We just love nerd shit and believe it should be accessible to everyone. Sure. So, with that being said, if you're a Verizon uh, customer, either for your phone service or your home internet, you can go to your My Verizon app. There should be some sort of an ad for Disney Plus that pops up, and then you pretty much you opt into the into that contract. Basically, Verizon will pay for your first year of subscription for Disney Plus, and then after that, you're liable to pay the whatever the the, the monthly fee is. I think it's like seven ninety
0: nine. I think it's yeah, seven dollars total, six ninety nine a month, or seventy dollars yeah. a year.
1: But let me say that's a killer deal. Not a lot. That I means Verizon has millions and millions of customers. So hopefully, somebody that's listening to this podcast that thought that maybe. This sucks. I can't afford Disney Plus. Don't have the money for it, but I am a Verizon customer. Damn! Now you can now afford it, and you're
0: welcome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. I mean, there's also the seven day free trial um, as well. Yeah. But you know, either way, uh, it, you know, it for what what everything that's currently on there, including like some new original content. With, like, the new High School Musical TV series, if you're into that. Or the live-action Lady in the Tramp movie that they put on there. Or, you know, some Star Wars content like The Mandalorian. There's a, there's a lot to be consumed. If you haven't watched the animated, like, superhero shows from the 90s in a long time or before that. They have all the Spider-Man animated shows. They have X-Men from the 90s. They have Fantastic Four from the 90s. Like, they have everything. So... Very exciting. Yeah. You know, even like, um, Star Wars Rebels is on there, so I've been catching up on that because I haven't been able to watch it for a while, so it's very cool.
1: Yeah, dude, there's so much content. I'll say uh, I was a little, little taken back by, uh, Disney Plus' selection and Marvel. Uh, maybe I should have to, like search up the certain titles, but I think they have like something like total of like, like if you, go to the the marvel section of disney plus yeah it only shows like like 10 or 15 titles i'm just like
0: right i know they they (laughs) i know they don't have the spider-man movies because i think of their deal with sony and then they don't have the, the incredible hulk because columbia pictures distributes that um, and then if and there might, there's probably a couple other ones that maybe they have deals with Netflix or something currently or something yeah
1: I think like the uh, the newest Avenger movies they don't have they don't have Thor Ragnarok uh, they don't I don't think they I don't remember but I don't think they have Doctor Strange I could be wrong about that one um, what else did I see I think it was like like Iron Man 1 maybe they didn't have
0: well, I know for I sure they, they have, have the Iron Man
1: 3. They, yeah, they have Iron Man 3, which is Silver and on. I don't think they have one or two. They don't have Captain America 1. They don't have... I think they have the first two Avengers. I know they have Civil War. No, they. I don't think they do have the first Avengers. I think they have the second one. And then Civil War, and then they have Thor 1 and 2. And what else... What else are we missing?
0: So I have it in front of me. They do have the first Avengers. They have they have the first Thor, the first Captain America, Doctor Strange. So maybe maybe we just missed some of them. But they, they are on here. Iron Man uh, 2, Iron Man 1. Um, oh, okay. Well,
1: maybe I'm just uh, blinding you that I just didn't see
0: anything. <laughs> no, it's all good. Yeah, I, I, don't know, I don't know if this is the full list, but in front of me I see... Winter Soldier, Iron Man, Ant-Man, Iron Man 2, The First Avenger, uh, Captain America, The First Avenger, Doctor Strange, Thor, Guardians 1, Avengers, Age of Ultron, Civil War, Thor 2, Avengers, uh, The First Movie, uh, Guardians Volume 2, Iron Man 3, Captain Marvel, and Endgame. Um, So, I feel like that
1: was very different from what I've seen online, but I could be wrong. Maybe I wasn't paying attention.
0: Yeah, and when I click on them, they all show a play button and not a trailer button or whatever, so...
1: Yeah. Anywho, the point is, Disney Plus, Super Alert.
0: Yeah.
1: Super Uh, duper. worth. Agree. My question is, is there ever going to be some sort of service or something, some sort of agreement that you just pay one subscription and you get everything... Disney
0: yeah, that's a good question.
1: Um I think I, okay, so I've seen something. About, um like there's like a package on something. I don't know what it's through, but I know I've seen it. It's uh Disney Plus Super ESPN.
0: Yes. That that's a package that exists because Disney owns or owns a part or a majority of it, all of those companies. So, um, yeah. I, I think it is through Disney. I don't know where you can find that package. But I think it's the re- regular version of Hulu. Not like the no-ads version of Hulu. But, I don't uh, know. I think ESPN Plus is worth it for soccer fans. Because, you know, you can watch, like, a lot of things on there that, like, you know, if Manchester United is playing in, like, the Carabao Cup. That's the only place you can watch it. So,
1: Right. Yeah, it definitely should be worth it. Um, but yeah. So are we gonna talk about the Mandalorian now or is there some other news that you
0: need to talk about? Oh, we uh we have more news. So I just wanted to uh to point out this uh, article I found. Um you, you 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 knew that you knew that there's a new Charlie's Angels coming out, right?
1: <laughs> and, uh, talking about? Go ahead.
0: Yeah, so the movie already came out, but uh, preemptively the director of the movie, Elizabeth Banks, said that if this movie doesn't make money, it reinforces a stereotype in Hollywood that men don't go see women do action movies. Uh, she did clarify that, um, you know, people will go see a comic book movie with Wonder Woman or Captain Marvel because that's a male genre. So even though... Those are movies about women. They put them in the context of feeding the larger comic book world. So it's all about, yes, you're watching a Wonder Woman movie, but we're setting up three other characters or setting up Justice League. Um, And then she says, by the way, I'm happy for those characters, box office success, whatever, blah, blah, blah. She says, we need more women's voices supported with money because that's the power. The power is the money. Before I move on, I just want to say... I don't believe there's a stereotype in Hollywood that men don't go see women do action movies. I I, I don't get that. Like the movie not making money has nothing to do with men. If you want to if you want to talk about an action movie in the in the sense of how successful it is and then you say, "Well, men don't go see it, so it won't be successful." The majority of people in the United States are women. So women are also not going to see your movie, so I don't really understand the point of this article. Do you have any thoughts on this, friend?
1: I mean, I think she's delusional. And, you know, I used to watch her, as an, or I think I, she acts too, right?
0: Yeah, she was Rita Repulsa in the Power Rangers movie. She was in Dodgeball as one of the commentators. I think it was Dodgeball. No, she was a commentator in something. Um, I don't remember what. Like, it, it was like a, but, uh, uh, oh, oh. Before this. She was a commentator in um, Pitch Perfect, like during like the playoffs or whatever. But, yeah. so
1: I like those Not just like I could care less. Because she's trying to shame everybody to go in and liking her movie.
0: Right. Like, how do
1: you explain the first Charlie's Angels? How do you explain Andrew, Angelina Jay? Like How the hell do you explain like so many movies? What she did is literally a, a step back for her argument. That's exactly what she did. By making idiotic statements like that that people buy into and stuff, you're doing you're like doing more harm for your own cause than you even realize.
0: Right. And it and it doesn't none of it makes sense, like from an objective standpoint. Like like I get it, like she's saying
1: about it, you say basically so, so basically she's discrediting any and all female red action movies that have ever done well. She's literally, essentially, discredited so many successful women's work, and yet she thinks she's trying to help her cause by making outlandish statements that has no factual backing to. Yeah, congratulations.
0: Right. And is she going to discredit people because their films are part of franchises? I mean, the director of... um, the Bumblebee movie was a woman, and that movie did well in theaters. It had box office success. Uh, Black Widow will do well, and that's a woman director. Like, I don't really understand. Like, is she saying people won't go uh, see women? Captain Marvel led? did well, right? But, but the
1: woman did well,
0: <laughs> but because those are you know? are woman led movies in a male light, or so I don't know what she's trying to say, honestly. Because uh, i t- the. I don't
1: know, dude. I, just, this is like aggravating to me, dude.
0: Yeah, she she it's goes like, on when
1: when people come out with that type of thing, I just I just have no time for those sort of people. They're just ignorant yourself.
0: Right. She she goes How about on you because judge
1: the movie based on the merit of the cohesiveness of a storyline to see if it actually stands up on its own. It's preemptively saying you know what she essentially just did right there? She showed that she doesn't even believe that her own movie is good by saying something like that. If you really felt the need to say something like that, that means you already in your mind don't believe in it.
0: Right. I mean
1: and, you're already having the this is not gonna be successful. So let me go out make this crazy statement that's not even true and and let's just set back women's work even more. Congratulations. <laughs>
0: like, right. I mean like, I mean and there's there's the argument all you know that's always leveled at remakes about how there's so many remakes and people are not interested. So obviously she had to comment on that and she said, you've had 37 Spider-Man movies and you're not complaining, which we'll pause there. A lot of people are complaining about the number of Spider-Man movies. Like she's just saying things with no, with no provable any, it's it's an unprovable claim. Like it's probably false because we know that there are many, many people that bitched and complained when they said we're going to redo Spider-Man again. Right? So anyway, then she says, I think women are allowed to have one or two action franchises every 17 years. I feel totally fine with that. Like, you don't have to be so snarky about it in the first place, but to continue on with it, nobody gave a shit about the first Charlie's Angels. Why do we want a remake of it? Like, it's if you wanted to make a good right, like, women-led good movie, could have. Like, the
1: first time, and nobody even wanted Charlie's Angels 2, and then fucking, they just, like, remake it for no fucking reason. It's just like, dude, it's so funny, dude, because, like, you know, something like that, it's just, uh, and then you just <laughs> Oh man, I don't really care for that that one chick that played in Twilight. I, I forget, uh, Kristen, Kristen no? Stewart,
0: Kristen
1: Bell, Kristen Stewart. Stewart. Uh, ha ha ha! I don't know who Kristen Bell is, but that name is in mine. Kristen Stewart. Uh, I think she's a terrible actor. <laughs> I'll be honest. I don't, I don't know about the other two people because I've never seen them in anything. But I think Kristen Stewart is an awful actor. I'm sorry. She's, like, stoic. Her, like, her line delivery is lifeless. Like, I could go on and on about that shit, dude. Like, I, I yeah. <laughs> so Well,
0: I think... and like... I, what? I, I think it also, like... I think she's mischaracterizing why movies succeed and fail as well. Like, to put it all down to because we're, like... Because men don't care about women doing action movies as the reason your movie fails. Instead of considering literally anything else, like, you know, the cast, the direction, the writing, the fact that it's a reboot of a movie nobody cares about. Any of those other things that might have some kind of impact. And I think it's uh, it's a... Uh, kind of a representation of our society as well People see the results of things And then draw lines and say It's caused by this, it's caused by this No, we have no proof of causation All we can say is, yeah, maybe it's related to that Or that's a factor in it But but everybody's so quick to blame one thing For, for something that's more complex And complicated than that
1: Right, exactly And I just feel like She just did a huge research to women everywhere To be honest And I know this will probably ruffle a few times. You know what I mean? But I don't know really care. be honest, like, I just think her statement, like, you just have to think what are you trying to accomplish with this statement? Are you trying to fight for, for women in equality? Is that what you're trying to do? Because if that was your objective, you just failed miserably. And my point from earlier is still saying that instead of taking a, a step in the right direction, you took 10 steps back for everyone by making stupid outlandish statements like that. Right. And it's just like, it's so absurd to me that like nobody on her PR team said, Hey, that's probably not a good idea to say that. Or maybe, you know, you know, Twitter and all that stuff and Instagram, maybe it was just, she posted it and it, I mean, it goes up to go rep, you know, But, I mean, I know a lot of people have PR teams and people who post for them. So, for that, the escape path of PR teams is kind of terrible.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's possible her PR team is just terrible, too. But, at the same time, it's like, she doesn't accomplish anything by making this statement. Like, as you said, like, she kind of hurts whatever cause she thinks she's helping. Because, literally, like, instead of blaming her work... The, the cast and crew's work, the studio's work, the the script, anything else, anything that has to do directly with the movie, she automatically, she's like, well, the movie I predict is not going to do well, so let's just start blaming the audience. Like, you're just going to push them away exactly. more.
1: Exactly. The, the, the people that are making the movie for so amazing. Right. That's what I'm saying. Whatever her goal was, she's in a lose-lose situation with that kind of thing. If it's for women equality, you're lost. I would be saying that. Right. If it was... It was for, if it was for Lucy's success, it's a special loss because you just proved you don't even believe in what you did. You just probably destroyed a lot of relationships between actors and you know directors and you know other other people who were signed on to that movie. And they're probably thinking, "What the fuck did she just say?" But what she's saying, like our movie's not good enough to do it. Like, what the fuck did I just put my heart and soul into her? You know what I
0: mean? Yeah,
1: I'm just like. I, 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 don't, I don't know. The, the, the statement, it, it really... I've been sitting on that statement for a while, and I've never said anything like, on you know, any social media and stuff, so I have a lot of thoughts about it. yeah And it's like really annoyed the fuck out of me when I saw it. I, mean, I was just like, yep. Right. Yep.
0: No. Definitely understand, <laughs> yeah. Good. That's why I wanted to start with that and just kind of get it out of the way, because it's just... When I read it, I was like, this is just so absurd to me, but... Anyway...
1: What a a great way to kick off the news segment, by the way. (laughs)
0: Controversial
1: topic. Exactly,
0: yeah. So, uh, we'll move on to some DC news. Uh, Black Adam, uh, the movie starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson, has been announced, uh, slated for December twenty second, 2021. Do you you still care about this movie? Did you ever care about this movie?
1: No, not, not, not particularly. I don't really... I don't... I mean, outside of... The Shazam character. The only reason that this person, this this character is being a standalone movie as a villain is because he's been played by The
0: Rock. I agree.
1: Literally, one of the biggest names in Hollywood, right? Like, he's like the biggest thing out there at the moment, I'm pretty
0: sure. Does like it? Him,
1: Kevin Hart, a few other people, you know, like, and, and it's, it's kind of crazy to me. I'm just like, why is he getting his own movie? Literally, is it because the rock ego is that big? I'm not sure. Right. I don't know if his story is really compelling enough. How many times have we kind of seen the same or especially in like the Mummy movies? It's damn near the same, pretty much, you know? Like, all the stuff, blah, blah, blah. Like, come back with a vengeance, I'll kill everyone, something's in. Yeah, we've heard this story about a lot. Right. I don't know if I'm really excited for that.
0: <laughs> what about if I told you that the Justice Society of America is going to be in Black Adam? That
1: is a lot more exciting. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: this but came more out. A
1: lot more exciting.
0: Yeah, this but
1: can Still, this... I think it, I think it should be the other way around. I think it should be a Justice League, or a Justice Society of America movie with the villain as the black Adam. I don't think the Black Adam has yes, his storyline is interesting.
0: Right. But
1: just because it's being played with by the rock doesn't mean that he becomes the future title. Right?
0: Yeah, I agree. But like, when
1: did this I start happening? When did this start happening? If he's never been that way in comic book, it's always been the hero with the future title then in the story. Now we're in a weird in in time, comic book, comic movies, where I think maybe they're just trying to do something different. And maybe they feel that people might be getting tired of the superhero genre. So they're trying to mix it up and throw names like, like, like big name villains out there and make them the star of the show. Give it right. their point of view. I don't know if that's really their objective. That's my only thought, to be honest. But I just don't think Black Adam is, <laughs> is really big enough to have his own title. Like, literally, the only reason I believe that they're actually giving him his own title is because he's being played by The Rock.
0: Right. And unless, I don't know, it's it's difficult when you have a villain as your, like, protagonist, I guess. Like, it's it's really difficult to make them work as a protagonist and make people give a shit, you know? Like and, and, and it should what... be
1: interesting to see The Rock in this role. By the way, considering in every single movie he's always played a hero character, right? Always. He's I think never played a villainous character. He's always been the the top strongman of a of a hero, yeah. of some sort. And I just think does he have it in his acting repertoire to be able to pull off a villain?
0: Well, I ultimately think what they'll end up doing is making him more of an anti-hero kind of character. Anyway, like I don't think they're gonna keep him as a villain because that would be too easy. <laughs> so, and right. I I still have no faith in Warner Brothers.
1: Well, yeah, right, yeah, I mean I have no faith, but like you know, it's like I, I'm familiar with the Rockstar, and, and, and a lot of times he's whipping one-liners with like the quick smile and look at how buff I am kind of thing. Right. To me, I'm thinking about that, and I'm like, how does that apply and show that he's qualified to be the Black Adam? Like, because they have somewhat similar, like...
0: Yeah, characteristics. I don't know. Yeah. I, don't, I don't see it. Yeah, I mean, like, the the way that they announced, like, JSA, was like, because The Rock and Kevin Hart were doing an interview together, and Kevin Hart was asking if he could be like Black Adam's sidekick, and The Rock was like, "Well, Black Adam doesn't have a sidekick, but we're gonna have the Justice Society of America, and I'm pretty sure they have a pet, so maybe he could be that."
1: Dude, if Kevin Hart gets in there, uh, I'll lose my
0: shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I in my
1: fucking mind.
0: So. Uh, moving on, um, we, we often discuss um, Hollywood's fascination with milking things until they destroy them, um, and this week has been a rumor mill of Joker sequel nonsense, um, with one outlet saying it's confirmed Todd Phillips has met with Warner Brothers and they've discussed it and now it's going to happen and another outlet saying that never happened it's not going to happen until Todd Phillips eventually came out and said I've talked to DC or in Warner Brothers but we haven't decided anything and I don't know if we should do a second movie but I know what a second movie would need if we were going to do it and I think that they should not make a second movie of the Joker just because the first one was so successful and milk it till it's dead because I think that's what they'll do is they'll they'll destroy the Joker
1: yeah pretty much Um, Um, I don't know, dude. Like I I, like the Joker movie was like, to me, in my opinion, a very telling, very good movie. I just don't know if it warrants a second. Like where they go from there.
0: I I I think it's one of those movies that they always intended to be a one-off, and it should stay that way because you know yes it was successful and a lot of people really love this movie and i think it's kind of like almost insulting to be like well you love this so much well wait till you see what we do next where it's like this movie should stand on its own merits and stay what it is without bringing it onwards like like i would love to see joaquin phoenix's joker in the greater dceu even if it's a different you know universe version or whatever like, I'd love to see him, you know, become the character again, but not in his own solo movie, because I don't know yeah, what it accomplishes. Yeah. I was
1: really about to make that point myself, that I I, I see him as a Joker now. Like, he to me, he convinced me that he can be the Joker, like, full-time. Yeah. But I don't think that's in their plans. Like, I don't even know if a cohesive universe is in, in, in their plans anymore. It's kind of sad, dude. It's just like... Yeah. Nobody really knows what's happening with Warner Brothers, like, in the DCU, like, they claim that they're trying to build something, but then they continuously, like, actively go against the grain and, like, actively say, oh, this is a one-off, this is a one-off, this is a one-off. Is that is that the way of, like, introducing these characters in the movies just to see what the fan reaction is? And then that way, if, if, if we react negatively, it's like, well, it was never intended to stay
0: yeah, I don't because know. If that's
1: it, I, I guess I could see that, you know? That's like the only thing I'm thinking of right now. You know, I'm just like trying to draw conclusions and, like, you know, come up with, like, a greater scheme of, like, what the fuck is going on over there? Because nobody knows, really. You know what I mean? But yeah. it's, like, in my opinion, I'm just like, hmm, what is going on over there? Like, if something has to be, like, in my opinion, that would be a smart thing for them to do, to be honest. Like, if that was their scheme, that's smart, you know? Because they have had very hit and miss success. So far, certain, you know, two things have landed well. The rest have been awful. So, I mean, now it's the third one. It, it, it's been good. So it's like, okay. I don't know. The fourth one, sorry. Well, I still, I still haven't even watched the band, to be honest. But um, I heard it was a good movie. So that success. Wonder Woman, that was a success. Uh, Aquaman, that was a success. Like, and then The Joker, so a fourth one. So now we're in a trend of like good. Decent, like DCU films, but then if they're continuously say, oh, well, this is just a one off, this has nothing to do with the OGC universe, it's like, well, what is the point then?
0: <laughs> right. Unfortunately, DC and Warner Brothers are, they make so many bad choices, it's hard to believe that they would make any good choices, you know? Like, I'd,
1: I just I, wonder if, like, are they just like, stuck in some contract they just definitely want out of, but like, can't? And then is it just like Warner Brothers just making all the crazy bad decisions? Like what is happening? Like we need to know. We like we need answers. Like I wish that me and you could like give like like a like an interview, just like to a head up, you know, like a, a high headed figure, like in one of those companies, so we can get like real answers and like
0: ask them real questions, you know? Right, but, and like the thing is, we know that Warner Brothers can do good things. It's just. I don't really understand why they decide to do such bad things. Like, the the whole Harley Quinn movie is terrible. Like, we should be getting Wonder Woman 2 before that movie. But for some reason, we haven't even got a fucking trailer for Wonder Woman 2, you know? I, I, I just don't the, understand the what's happening. So
1: far, their biggest mistake so far has been not including the television series in the expansive universe. Like, I don't understand. Like, why are these companies doing
0: no, yeah. I, don't, I don't quite understand yeah, I, I that don't, logic. I don't really get it either. Um, but the other big thing happening with DC and Warner Brothers right now is this huge push for the Snyder Cut of Justice League has re-emerged. We have Gal Got It, who, who is Wonder Woman, um, tweeting, you know, release the Snyder Cut, Ray Fisher, who played Cyborg, Ben Affleck, who played Batman. They're all pushing for it. Um, and I think... I think that the rumor is that it's going to be on HBO Max with most of the other Warner Brothers properties. Uh, so are, do you care about the Snyder Cut of this movie? No, no it's going
1: to be... It's fucking
0: worse, dude.
1: Yeah. I do I want a, a worse version of something? that It's already terrible.
0: Yeah, I, I think Joss Whedon Why? gets a lot of hate for Justice League. And I, I think Joss Whedon deserves some of the blame, but I, I still think he came into this project late for Zack Schneider, who had to walk away because because of a family tragedy, and then Warner Brothers pushed down their ideas on him. Like I'm pretty sure that's exactly what happened.
1: Right, like all Josh Whedon was in charge of was like a couple of rewrites, like, and it was like nothing really. I heard like it was nothing even like that major. So I'm, I I shoulder no blame to Josh Whedon. To be honest, because I just I just don't. I'm just,
0: yeah. Same.
1: Yeah. yeah. I'm just not buying
0: it, you know? It's, just, it's ridiculous. It's been boring. Yeah. Um, on the Marvel side of news, I will have one thing from Marvel, um, and it's like Kevin Feige has confirmed um, that Miss Marvel, Moon Knight, and She-Hulk will also be appearing in the MCU on the big screen at some point, which is good news because this is what we should be doing anyway is – incorporating our Disney plus TV show or whatever stuff with our greater MCU to make it seem like one cohesive world and not you know Daredevil is here and Iron Man's here right
1: right yeah it's like technically know they're in the same universe, but they never like like I just don't get why you know what I mean like why were they not involved with like adventures
0: yeah. Yeah,
1: I don't get it I don't get it
0: Nope But You know that is good news So we're gonna move on now To um, One bit of Random news And then a bunch of Star Wars news Um, And the random news is Amazon has already ordered Season 2 of the Lord of the Rings series Despite the fact that They haven't even Finished the first season But whatever Good news right Two seasons
1: That is good news That means that they Really believe in that project I took this Straight up before the pilot even
0: aired, right? It's crazy. So I fucking heard of. Uh, yeah. On to some Star Wars I'm news. I'm flabbergasted. Are you I'm f- shocked <laughs> about what? I'm in denial. <laughs> I'm, just <kidding. laughs> I don't know. I'm just coming up. Oh, a okay. Soon, um, <laughs> so very exciting because Rise of Skywalker is less than a month away now, which is very exciting news for me. Are you excited for this movie? <sighs> All right, we'll come back to that. (laughs) Are you conflicted? Yeah. All right, all right. Well, um, I mean, they're doing the thing they always do in the over-marketing things that really annoy you, I know for sure. Um, But um, J.J. Abrams has reacted to George Lucas's Star Wars regrets. Um, George Lucas made it clear in the past that he's not particularly a fan of the new Star Wars movies um director j.j abrams has a pretty good idea as to why during an interview with rolling stone um j.j abrams said it's probably a really complicated thing for him um to decide you're going to sell this thing that you created that was your baby to anyone that must be more complicated than signing a check and smiling about it which we can all agree right
1: yeah
0: um he did say george lucas has been incredibly gracious and super generous um, during a meeting that they had had while, uh, The Force Awakens was filming, um, he says, do I wish that The Force Awakens had been his favorite movie of all time, yes, I only wanted to do well by him, I would just say that I have nothing but profound respect for the guy, and I'm still truly, even more so now, working on these movies in awe of what he created, um, and, yeah, that's all he really had to say, um, but, I think it's clear from the Force Awakens that J.J. Abrams was trying to pay homage to George Lucas's vision in the first place, which I think is one of the biggest criticisms of it—is how similar people felt it was. Um, so, uh, what do you, what do you think? Do you, do you believe that J.J. Abrams like is doing the best he can with what he has to work with, or like do you feel like he's just making bad decisions or what?
1: Um. I don't know, man. It's kind of hard to decipher because, uh, I mean, usually, you know, like somebody in the J. Abrams, like, position, they're going to shoulder the responsibility, right? Right. But it's like, is it just only up to him, you know? Like, can you write the whole thing?
0: Yeah, I, um... I'm sure it's mostly up to him, um, but I'm sure he also gets a lot of input from Kathleen Kennedy and the likes at Disney um, with their input, especially because I, th- mm. I I think, I don't know if we talked about it, but I think we did. We talked about um, when Bob Iger was saying that when, like George Lucas had pitched his ideas to them and they decided just to not go with him at all, right? right. So... You know, you'd under that's understandable why George Lucas would be disappointed. Like even if like he liked the movies, he might not like the direction they chose. So yeah. um, but yeah, I, I think a large part of the blame will fall on I, I think Kathleen Kennedy more so. Um and J.J. Abrams, you know, his his work as a director and writer has been good, but You know, he can only do so much. And when you have a property as big as Star Wars, you're not going to please most people, so. Right. But, um, in other news with Star Wars, right, David Benioff and DB Wise were meant to do a trilogy. They're the Game of Thrones uh, showrunners, and apparently they have had to depart the project um and this was the one that was gonna be like old republic that's what they were talking about at least that was the rumor so we were very excited about it but they're not doing it anymore they said we love star wars when george lucas built it he built us too getting to talk about star wars with him and the current star wars team was the thrill of a lifetime and we will always be indebted to the saga that changed everything there are only so many hours in a day and we felt we could not do justice to both star wars and our netflix projects so we are regretfully stepping away Um, And then Kathleen Kennedy said David Benioff and Dan Wise are incredible storytellers We hope to include them in the journey forward When they are able to step away From their busy schedule to focus on Star Wars
1: Yeah, I mean, dude It's one of those things that's like It's a business decision, right? So it's like They're already committed fully to the Netflix stuff So it's like They're obligated to finish that, that stuff Right Whereas, at the moment, they still get out of Star True. Like, so, I understand it. It's just a bummer, dude. Because I think they would have been great.
0: I agree. But after this next bit of news, I actually think it's it's fine. Because Kathleen Kennedy has said something that has shocked me. <laughs> and I have no words for this, except I have a lot of words for it. Um, she came out. Uh, Kathleen Kennedy, president of Lucasfilm... Claims that the new direction after the Skywalker saga concludes will be difficult because there is, and I quote, no source material. She says, every one of these movies is a particularly hard nut to crack. There's no source material. We don't have comic books. We don't have 800 page novels. We don't have anything other than passionate storytellers who get together and talk about what the next iteration should be. We go through a really normal development process that everybody else does. What the fuck is she talking about?
1: I have to show up, hold on. Okay. What?
0: Uh, <laughs> what? Uh, how many books are there of Star Wars? Um, dude, I'm
1: so confused. It uh, is like fucking class.
0: Like, what do you mean? I don't know there's
1: no shit, dude. There's video games, There's fucking books. There's comic books. What do you mean? There's no comic books?
0: There's literally like, I mean, hundreds of Star Wars books. Like, you could do anything. Like, and when we were told, we're rumored Old Republic that that these movie that that uh, David Benioff and Dv are supposedly gonna make, but you know now they're not going to. Like when that's rumored, we're thinking like Riven and Malik and. And Darth Bane and stuff. Like, there's so much there. But, like, are you seriously telling us that you're going to start from actual scratch because you don't believe there's any source material? Like, what? Right. I, I, what? I'm I'm blown away. I'm blown dude, away. Dude,
1: dude, I'm going have a stroke, dude.
0: Like, yeah, hey. Uh, I'm like, what,
1: dude?
0: <laughs> like... Uh, Kathleen Kennedy reminds me of like uh, Ali G when he was like interviewing people and he's like, Have you ever actually read a book? Like, we don't need them. Like, I've never read a book. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure Kathleen Kennedy has never read a book. I have no words.
1: Right. What? This I'm is. I'm so confused, dude. Yeah. Oh,
0: what? Yeah, I mean, there's, I'm so confused, there's yeah. nothing more to say about this other than like our our you know, um, reactions kind of speak for themselves because it's just so mind blowing. Uh, so we'll move on to some other news. Um, and and this kind of goes back to the Joker sequel stuff. Like, are we just gonna milk things because they're they're good? Um, Alan Horn of Disney says that The Mandalorian could get his own movie. Uh, he said, The Mandalorian is already proving to be a big thing. So if that series proves to be so compelling that we reverse engineer it into a theatrical release, a two-hour film or whatever, okay. Do you think he needs a fucking movie already? No. Like, what? Why? Why? Like, I understand if you want to put him in a movie, sure. Like, put him in a movie around the same time period as the TV series. That would make sense. But creating a whole movie for a character that has his own TV show doesn't make any sense. I'm so
1: confused. I don't see what they're doing, I'm just trying
0: to live my life. <laughs> uh, okay, well, well, we'll conclude this news with the good this news. This is the way. This is the way. Um... We are going to talk about the Mandalorian, um, and uh, sh- you guys all know John Favreau is the guy doing it, and Dave Filoni as a big part of the series as well. Um, and Dave Filoni's been a big part of Star Wars for a long time. He worked with George Lucas on the original Clone Wars TV series and on Rebels. And um, the rumor is John Favreau and Dave Filoni may play larger roles in Star Wars's future. It doesn't specify what exactly those roles are, but it says they will have a lot of say over the future of Star Wars, which is the good news we can take away from the nonsense of Kathleen Kennedy and Alan Horn. And uh, it's good news because The Mandalorian, after three episodes, has been fantastic. Right? It's been amazing. Like, okay, the little Baby Yoda fella is just fucking cute as shit. And, like... You know when you like okay guys. By the way, spoilers. Uh, if you haven't watched it, we're gonna spoil shit. So from any of the three episodes. So if you haven't watched it, you know pause it, go watch the shit, come back, and then what we'll, Scott would say, join us again for the fun. Um, but uh, the the one thing I don't like necessarily is like how there's only like one episode a week, kind of. <laughs> like I just wanna I want the whole series, right? Because we're greedy people, we can't wait anymore in these days.
1: You're greedy. Shut up. Be (laughs) thankful.
0: Yeah, yeah, Um, but no, I think. Okay, tell tell me if you agree or disagree. Aesthetically, the show looks, in it looks like, kind of uh, you know like the space western kind of thing, like Firefly was, right? And, Uh but it also feels intrinsically Star Wars. Like, it just feels like, it feels like Star Wars in a way that, you know, things like maybe Solo didn't feel like Star Wars as much, even though it is about Han Solo and, and maybe even like the, you know, the, the sequel trilogy maybe doesn't feel as much like Star Wars to people, but this feels so much like Star Wars, right? Right. Yeah. Like, Anything from the aliens that they've introduced, they've gone to some practical effects, the spaceships, the planets, like even the story feels like some, like it feels like I'm reading a Star Wars novel almost, but like it's on screen. So it's really cool. Um, right. see, it like, it, I don't know. And then all the the lore surrounding the Mandalorians and their culture and their people is so interesting. And, you know, anybody who's read anything about it in the extended universe, will recognize some of this stuff with the Beskar armor and and kind of their clan, you know, things. It's really cool to see on screen and and in the third episode, the one, the most recent one, you know, we see the clan, the whole clan, and kind of how they interact with each other and 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 what you know, this is the way, you know.
1: <laughs> this is the way. Um.
0: So, other than other than all that well, stuff. When, when I... One
1: of the things I think is so cool about this, right, is it does so much justice to all their devout fans that show up at every single Comic-Con they have ever been to and dress up as a Mandalorian. Right. It does so much for them. And I think that's so great, dude. And, like, so many things that I feel like maybe, like, new aesthetics that they can use. It's, it's going to bring in this cool, like, like flow of like n- like new cosplay, right? Like, and I just think that's so great. I don't yeah. know. I think it does a lot for like the cosplay community, and I just think that's wonderful.
0: Yeah, I think in general, like, there's just so much there. Like, and the story is is very passionate storytelling from Jon Favreau and the likes, and like, it, it's like this this fun adventure, and it's more than just like. You know, Boba Fett has so he he started all this, but like to be honest, in Empire Strikes Back, Boba Fett was kind of just nothing. He was just there, right? But you know, everything we have now is based on that, and we even know because of the prequel trilogy now that Boba Fett is not even really a Mandalorian. He just wears Mandalorian armor, but we're learning about this culture, and and we're seeing that he's not just a bounty hunter. He he's a moral person as well by his actions in the third episode. And there's just well, so yeah. much, there's so much there to take about humanity and, and you know, professionalism or whatever else you want to, like, call it. But there's there's a lot there, and it's not just, you know, random storytelling. It, there's there's substance to it.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. A lot,
0: um, lot, lot to it. Yeah, I mean, and it's also not just a cute little adorable fucking 50-year-old baby eating frogs, using the Force, and getting super tuckered out and falling asleep. Like, that's a part of it, but that's not all of it, right?
1: Right, it's just, like, part of, like, the alert, part of, like, the magic. But then you have, like, the the guild, and then you have, like, the Mandalorian guild, and you have the story about, like, the armor, which I'm, like, fascinated about right now. And, like, I kind of like to, like, learn more. Cause it almost seems like, like, getting that stuff and getting new on the floor just, like, a life of passion to them to get status. Right. You know, I like to find that so fascinating. You know, like, oh my God, of Yeah. And, you
0: know, we also have, like...
1: like... Yeah, like, I, I mean, I totally get, like, what you're saying. You're like, oh, I wish it was, like, more than I thought. So, like, when I when I went on there, I thought it was going to the whole scene. You know, like, was only one episode. I was like, oh, okay, whatever. You know, right. And I like, and it's like comes out every Friday, so I'm like, I hmm. episode two, watch episode three. And i like, it's so great. It's so wonderful. <laughs> tell me how badass, tell me how badass in episode three, like the fucking Mandalorian Uprising, like, Dude, that yeah. shit was, shit was epic. that shit got me out of my seat, fucking cheering out loud, dude. Dude. I was like, fuck, fuck. Dude, <laughs> what up? Like, so. Fucking they messed my ass, dude.
0: So when I when I'm watching like uh, the Mandalorian like getting pinned down by all these bounty hunters and shit, I paused it and I th- and I started having a conversation with myself like I wonder how many situations Boba Fett was in like this where he just got out of it because he had a jetpack. And I'm like, this guy really needs a fucking jetpack. And I press play, and like two minutes later, all these fucking Mandalorians with jetpacks coming. I'm like, see, what did I fucking tell you, dude? You need a fucking jetpack. And then at the end, he's like,
1: <laughs> I-, <laughs>
0: I need to get me one of those. <laughs> I'm like, that's what I'm saying. If he would have had a jetpack, they wouldn't have even had to come save his life. He would have been out of there.
1: And like the one that he was like decent with dude, had like a big ass gallon gun, dude. Yeah. Like, <uniforms> was like, <seas>...
0: <air> that, that was actually like
1: insane dude.
0: It's also like crazy because you know, we had in Empire Strikes Back the infamous line of Darth Vader pointing at Boa Fett and saying no disintegrations. And then just seeing in, like, episode... I don't know if it, was, if it happened in episode one, but I remember specifically in episode two when he was blowing up Jawa. It's like they're just disintegrating into nothingness. Right. And it's just like, oh, okay. Now he's just, like, <laughs> he's just like disintegrating
1: through them, like, members and shit. And yeah. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I will say, though, it's from episode one, that droid uh, that mercenary have like a rotating like body that's full of frenzy. oh yeah that's pretty cool uh, the ig i, really like IG that unit. I was like oh yeah like, Why you have to die?
0: well yeah <laughs> and, and it's it's cool because when i remember when i saw him in the trailer i, I was thinking oh it might be like ig88 who was the ig unit from empire strikes back who was one of the bounty hunters he did nothing he just stood there but um, you know they're bringing like all so, all those kind of races of those bounty hunters in the series. You know he fought the transdoshian, transdoshians and like uh, you know all the, like the lizard looking dudes, right? He fought them yeah. and one of them was um, fuck, I don't remember his name, uh, but he was in he was in Empire Strikes Back as well, was of the same species. So it's like they're bringing back like the look of those characters, those bounty hunters, and like maybe these are races of bounty hunters or something, you know. it's interesting to think about.
1: you know what would complete this series? Like, really, this full circle of this all?
0: Hmm.
1: Okay, guess what I'm going to say?
0: No. What are you going to (laughs) say?
1: The character that they really need to bring into this is our Lord and Savior, Dark Jar Jar Beast.
0: Well, I don't think it's going to be necessarily possible. Uh, I mean, maybe it is. I mean, I guess if, like... Other character, I don't know. He's he's so. So I'm old.
1: confused, right? Because okay, so I only remember like maybe I just missed the line where they said it, or missed like the the, uh, the prologue or something. But like they they tell us exactly the time period because all I remember is the reference to the fall of the empire because they're talking about uh, the Mandalorians. Uh, uh, Mando's, uh, like the reward that he got. Right. You know, and yeah, they're the like, we car. haven't seen these since the fall of the empire. So, you know, it's sometime after that. But yeah. I was talking to some coworkers, and they're like, they came up with the claim that it was said, or some indication gave them that it was five years after the fall of the empire.
0: Um, I That's think. True? Or did I miss that? I think it was announced that way or something, but I know it does take place. A significant amount of time after the fall of the Empire, after the Battle of Endor, um, and I know that you know we we see the remnants of the Empire when it came to like that you know the where he got the job from essentially right um, with the mm-hmm. stormtroopers and everything. I don't know how long it is after the Battle of Endor. I thought it was longer than five years, but this is this is where it kind of annoys me though. Is like there's so many fan theories now about everything happening in here. And, like, people saying, like, oh, well, the Mandalorian is from the Clone Wars and stuff. And I'm just like, I don't get it. Like, I-, I hate fan theories just because people... I don't
1: know. Well, I love fan theories, actually. I think they're great. I think they're very healthy for the genre, our culture. I think it's, it's fantastic.
0: <laughs> I just don't like taking part in it because... It's like, so many people, like, to me, it's it's the Last it's Jedi like, syndrome. So many people had fan theories after The Force Awakens, and then they didn't get met in The, the Last Jedi, and then they hated it. And I'm just like, you guys kind of brought that on yourselves with your fan theories, right? Right. Right.
1: Well, I mean, I think people put a little bit too much into their theories. I have plenty of theories that come true, but also don't come true, and I'm not upset that it be- now, I'm just like, oh, okay. Except for Jay Garrick. That was some bullshit. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, I know you weren't a fan of that.
1: Yeah. I was fucking this shit.
0: Okay, so, yeah, The Mandalorian. Although
1: I, although I have an appreciation for it now, but. You no, know, it's just like, I don't get why people put so much emphasis into their theories. I just, I don't knock this theory, then all of a sudden they don't like the end result. like Right. Because it's not how you, to me, or because you connected imaginary dots, you know, doesn't that, right. that their end result's not viable.
0: Yeah. Or they connected real dots and it just, their conclusion wasn't the right conclusion, you know? Like, right. It's a got effort. <laughs> right. Um, so I have confirmed the Mandalorian takes place five years after the Battle of Endor. and if that's the case, then this series takes place about full 35, 40 years after the Clone Wars. So that would mean the Mandalorian would have to be like 50 almost.
1: Right. I can't find I can't wait to find that more. Yeah, I that's mean,
0: I can understand it because in the flashback, from episode three, we saw super uh, super battle droids, which were from the Clone Wars, but they weren't explicitly only in the Clone Wars. Like they they were there. I guess the Clone Wars took place over what ten uh, five five years, maybe six years. However yeah. long, however long was between Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith. Um, so, you know, it's possible. It's possible. I give it to you.
1: And then there's, like, 20 years between there and there's, like... Yeah, I guess roughly maybe, like, five to 16-year period of after the fall of the Empire, I would say. But there is the Mandalorian, also in so the 50s that would make...
0: Yeah. Yeah, th- uh, there's, there's so many unknowns, so...
1: But the thing is, but yeah, there's so many things unknown, but from little conclusions you can party together But Mando as a whole Does not uh, Come across somebody that's I would say He's got something Like 25 to 35
0: Right That's what it seems like But
1: His mentality Is like Somebody not of Like Like You know
0: Right Yeah
1: He still seems so unsure About himself You know Or, or where he lies of, uh, Or where He's unsure of like The lines of morality You know Right. Whereas, like, 50-year-olds, they know that type of shit now. Like, they know what type of spectrum they're on, you know?
0: Right. They're, or they're heart. Like, so, like, if he was 50, he would have been hardened to the point he would either not give a shit or he would have been, like, he would have learned where he stood and, you know, decided to never give up the child in the first place. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but, yeah, I think he is still kind of kind of relatively, I'd say 30s maybe at the latest, but... I mean, we don't really know, and, and it, it could, I mean, there's so many variables, too. Like, upbringing can be a big part of that, and he was a foster child kind of thing, you know. We don't really know so much, but um, what I will say is I, I had a weird expectation that they would do something in the first episode that I'd really not like, and they would, like, the bounty would be someone we know from the Star Wars universe already, right? Um, but I'm really happy that they didn't do that. Because to me, that does what Fantastic Beasts two did, and it just makes the world feel smaller instead of bigger, right?
1: Right. Not more. Yeah. Now this makes it bigger. You know.
0: Yeah.
1: They did it in a roundabout way, so they they bring in a race that's familiar to us, and now it's like, oh shit, you know, what the fuck? Now it's like now it's now gets you thinking, and it's like. Like possibly like, more of them. Like how did this happen? And you know all this crazy. Like here's gonna coming
0: up now. So it's right. Yeah. But I I think almost every decision that's been made in the creation of this show has been made with a lot of thought and a lot of you know conversation because it all kind of works really well for me. And I there's nothing I've seen in the show where I've been upset or disappointed or confused like. Everything is just really cool or thought-provoking or, like, it feeds into this greater story of the universe, of the Star Wars universe, and that's what's made me really enjoy yeah. it.
1: Yeah, and it, it develops into larger, like, subsections, too. It's not just one larger thing pushing in one direction. It's like Mandalorian, now it's like lotus species and... You know, now we're you know dealing with all these things, all this craziness, and it's just you kind know, so of see how that goes
0: out. Right, and, and you know what else is anybody who's yeah. never watched Star Wars can watch this and get it. I I think like they might have some questions about the Empire, what is this, what does that mean, but overall they'll get the story. And I think people people can love this without ever have watching any Star Wars movies ever.
1: You know, what is even more beautiful about this. They can watch every Starry, Star Wars movie ever on this platform, and exactly. it's
0: so great. Yeah, and this is this is one of the <laughs> things that you and I talk about this all the time. If you make something that relies so much on other information, like it, it makes the story inherently worse because like people can't just watch it and get it right. But if you make right. it to where they can watch it and get it, but people who have seen everything else get a better more enhanced enjoyment out of it then you've done something amazing and that's what the mandalorian does people who have never watched star wars can watch it understand it and love it and people who have will be like oh that looks like yoda that's the armor from boba fett that those are all guys that were bounty hunters like and stuff like that like they they, they get so much more out of it but that doesn't mean that other people are losing something
1: right well, yeah it just makes people who maybe haven't watched other star wars movies it now creates a new fan. right? You know, it's, it's something special.
0: Yeah, and it it might make them so interested that they say, "Oh, I need to go watch these movies now."
1: Right. Yep, exactly.
0: And then they get that in reverse. Now they're watching the movies and going, "Oh, that looks like the guy from the Mandalorian, or that looks like the armor from the man." Like you know, it's it's it it, it works symbiotically. They benefit each other without taking away from each other. Exactly. It's beautiful. <laughs> but um do you have anything else to say about this? No, I don't actually. Me neither. I just can't wait for episode four, and I hope all you guys have enjoyed this conversation. And please share your thoughts with us: social media, Twitter at Nerdy Boys Review, Instagram Nerdy Boys Review, and Nerdy Boys Reviews on Facebook. And um, you know that's everything we have for you. We are your hosts. I'm Nerdy Boy Christian,
1: and I'm Nerdy Boy Scout.
0: And as always, we have one message for you, and that is a stay nerdy. Stay
1: nerdy boys. Boys.